0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. This is episode 38. Um, we're going to talk, obviously, a lot of sports today, tech basketball. Uh, another, another rough Saturday uh, for tech basketball. Uh, we're going to talk some baseball. <laughs> a rough Saturday for <laughs> <tech's>, <laughs> tech baseball's opponent, And we'll get into some listener questions, and then finally, the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. So, by the way, I'm watching ESPN right now, and we we are split-screening the Texas-Kansas game, which is, I mean, it's 57-56 Kansas. It's a barn burner, and oh, he missed the shot. Very good. And we've got, we're like split-screening it with Coach K, like walking out into Cameron, I guess, for the last time. Well, yeah, it is for the last time, but I mean, you know, I get it. I, you know, I have a lot of respect for coach K. Um, I was probably the first college basketball team that I truly followed and liked other than UTEP, you know, my hometown team was, was Duke in the nineties with Christian Laettner, Bobby Hurley. I still maintain that is probably, and and I forgot Grand Hill. He was awesome too. I still maintain like, uh, college basketball teams that I've I was alive to see win championships that's probably the still the best team you know I, there was a lot of talk when that Florida 06-07 team uh won you know oh are they the best team ever no I I, I will I would still take the the 90, 90 through like 92 when Christian Leitner was with Duke they were I mean they were pretty pretty near unstoppable. They were they were pretty awesome. But anyway, I I just still think it's I do think it's silly that we're like split screening <laughs> we're split screening this and I really don't know what what uh ESPN's going to do next year without coach K and and I mean is, are they going to have the obsession they have with Duke uh now with uh with their new coach? I don't know, but um by the way, I really I really feel for that guy uh, John Shire to try and replace uh coach K. Ooh. That's going to be rough. I would not want to I would not want to be in that situation, but I just I just kind of think it's interesting that that's that that's what we're doing here and you know, we've got everyone's in shirts that say K on it and I mean I guess it's cute, I don't know. I'm just I'm a little salty cuz uh, Tech lost another one and it was oh, it was brutal to watch. So let's let's get into some basketball. Let's start with uh, Monday's game against Kansas State. Um, A lot closer game than it probably should have been, Uh, but Tech pulls it out. And you know, no matter what happens this season, Tech finishes undefeated for the first time at the USA. Um, You know, credit the you know Raider Riot and the other Tech Tech fans, uh, Tech fan base, and what they've been able to build up. You know, at the USA, it is a it is a great atmosphere. I, I was privileged this year to go see four games, and boy, it just a uh, great great atmosphere. And you know, everybody, you know, that came in, you know, they were saying, you know, they this is this is an atmosphere that's you know up there with you know Fog Allen with Cameron and you know, yeah, I, I you know just it's it's been great and you know. Let's not forget that. In the midst of us being frustrated with tech right now for another uh, really bad loss, um, but you know, good win on on Monday. Um, you know, I just I think this team is is really missing McCuller, and I think beyond McCuller, the biggest weakness that this team has is they don't have a true point guard. And you know, to me, a true point guard. He's your quarterback, and he can feed people the ball because Tech does have people that have the potential to score. But I think when you don't have that that quarterback, that point guard, that can feed them the ball, I think you get what you got today uh, in the Oklahoma State game, which horribly brutal to watch. Um, Tech was up 10 points. Um, with 10 minutes left in the game, and they basically didn't score. I think they scored, like, two more points the rest of the way through. Horribly, horribly brutal. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are going to complain about the the last shot. and it, Yeah, it was a foul. It was a foul, and they, and they they didn't call it, but you score two points in 10 minutes, You don't deserve to win games when you score two points in ten minutes. Here's the fortunate thing, because it could have been a blowout. Is Oklahoma State? They weren't shooting much better either. They were just able to claw, eventually claw back into it. They, you know, they they scored uh, thirteen points in ten minutes. So it wasn't, you know, this wasn't an offensive juggernaut game, but you know, horribly brutal. Um, you know, there I know there's people they're falling apart right now. Oh, it's over. This team's one and done. I mean, I was, I was listening to a Twitter space and th- they were, you know, reaming out Mark Adams and reaming out TJ Shannon and I I again, I don't get the you know, I if you're if you're reaming out TJ Shannon, I'm just going to get on my soapbox. If you're reaming out TJ Shannon and you're the ones that are, you know, calling him selfish and all this other stuff, I have no use for you. Go support another team. You're as bad as the people that wanted Art Brawls to coach Tech football, because it's very clear to me when you watch uh, the games on TV. Shannon is in a lot of pain, and I can only imagine. You know, he's he's out, he's had back issues all season long, and you can tell when he's on the court, he's in a lot of pain, and whatever we can get out of him, to me is a cherry on top, because he's not he's not going to be able to be. The the Shannon that we thought he was, and it's because he's hurt, and so this whole this whole malarkey of he's selfish or you know you watch his body language, he's just lazy. I've I've heard this. Leave, go be, go support another team because we have no use for you. Okay, uh, fact is he's he's in he's playing injured. He's out there giving it his best, and it's frustrating. I it, it's frustrating to me too because you know. I know that he's he's better than what he's showing but the poor guy's got I mean the back you could tell he's in pain on, on the court and it's just a you know frustrating i i frustrating loss all around um okay folks i apologize This is the wonders when you record a podcast on your phone. When someone calls you, it interrupts your podcast. But uh, let me get back to what I was talking about here with, uh, you know, Shannon. You know, he's giving it his all. And, you know... It, it's, I'm, I'm, I know he's as frustrated as everybody else, but you know, this whole, you know, people, this malarkey about let's criticize Mark Adams and all this, you know, especially about like the 15, the, the play with 15 seconds left, which, yeah, it's, it was brutal to watch. It was brutal to watch. Um, but I don't, I don't blame Mark Adams for that. I blame, I blame, we just don't have a point guard in there. And, that might be, like I said, this this 10 minutes might be some of the worst basketball I've ever had to watch, but certainly,, um, oh, um, that last 15 seconds where they really couldn't even get a shot off, pretty horrible. So I mean it, it's a bad loss all around. Um, you know, right now, the hope is you can get McColar healthy for the NCAA tournament. Um, I don't know how much the Big 12 tournament's going to matter. There's di- I've, I've I've heard different, you know, different uh, you know commentators say different things. That yeah, you know, you're going to have to win one game to uh, solidify a three seed. Um, you know, at this point, if you look at most of the brackets, Tech is a three seed. Um, it looks like they will either go to Milwaukee or San Diego in the first round. I would, if I had my druthers. And I'm not going to the games, but if I had my druthers, I would rather them go to Milwaukee or not Milwaukee, ugh, not not Milwaukee. Excuse me, San Diego. Um, you know, Milwaukee. They're they're just a little bit better than Portland as far as you know bad behavior and crime. Um, so um, I think they're probably going. You know, if they can get through the first and second round, um, then they would probably be in San Francisco, which. Ugh, but you know, I'm not gonna complain if they're in the Sweet 16. You know, they can go play, you know, they can go play on the moon if they're in the Sweet 16. I'll be happy um, because I, you know, they're just they're they're struggling right now, and you just gotta hope that McCollum can uh, be healthy for the NCAA tournament. Um, I don't know as far as the Big 12 tournament, what what's gonna be best for this team is winning one game the best is one and done, just going out there even losing the first game the best. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, this team, this, they're struggling right now. And, and, you know, the last, certainly the last three games, you know, even the win over Kansas state did not look very good. Um, you know, they're just going to have to figure it out and let's hope McCuller comes back. If he doesn't, I think that truly does affect how far this team can go. Um, you know, I think without McCuller, you're going to struggle to get, um, out of the first weekend think I think you'll win your first game and then you know you could you could play a pretty a pretty solid six six seed team that could beat you um, I think with McCuller, I think you can get to the sweet 16 and then you you know what let's let's see what happens um I still I still think this team can go to the final four and get hot um you know but to you know for me if they can get to the second weekend I, I I'm happy I'm happy with with the way the season has gone. Um, so let's switch gears, talk a little bit about baseball. Um, <laughs> whew, poor Mary Mac. That's who they were playing this weekend. And, uh, you know, you gotta feel for, you gotta feel for them. Cause it's been, uh, brutal for them. These through these first two games they are currently playing right now. And it was supposed to be on ESPN plus, but I can't find it. So I'm currently watching the UT Kansas game and it's tied. Please Kansas win. I don't want, you know. I don't want to hear those Walmart Longhorn fans. Oh, they won a game, you know? Hoo hoo, he he. We got the split screen going on again, by the way, with Coach K. And you know, I mean, like I said, I really do respect Coach K. Um, you know, but it—do we need all this over the top? I don't know about that. So, back to baseball. Um, yeah, they just—I mean, Parker Parker Kelly—he hits three home runs in the first game today and two of them are grand slams. I mean, and he's usually our like our nine hole hitter. So he's not he's not known as, you know, a a big time slugger. I mean, so they're looking good, you know, we'll see next week they've got Rice um and and you know, this is not the Rice of the late 90s early 2000s who were, you know, going the college world series, winning a national championship Rice, but you know, this is still a very uh, I think it'll still be a very good test, and then the weekend after that, they get they get Iowa, and then they've got I mean they've got Mississippi State coming up this week in Biloxi. So you've got some uh, pretty uh, pretty heady tests coming up for uh, Tech, but you know I, I think this was a good this was good, uh, oh, we got some sort of quote from Country Club Beard i'll Let me do it in his voice. You cannot ask for a better last game, a tough environment, and they'll be playing for a big twelve regular season title because nobody respects Kansas more than University of texas i mean he he's, he should be a politician he 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 has nailed the 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 sound quips um uh, very easily i mean he 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 he's all hat and no cattle, but anyway, back to baseball um you know, I, I think we're gonna see a, a lot more about this team um over the next few weeks with the with this Mississippi State midweek series, and then I think certainly the Rice and Iowa uh weekend series going down. Um and you know, it'll be interesting to, to see what happens. Ooh, the Kansas gets it in. One, oh, three. Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? I hope it's good. Please be good. <laughs> sorry i'm watching this kansas game please say it's good that would be the best way for texas to lose that would make me feel a lot better for if tech ba- for after the tech basketball loss if texas loses okay the fans are getting excited in the in the fog let's see where we're the replay puts it up he's releasing it I don't know. It's going to be close. Okay, let's see. He had it off. It was off at, at before the point 0. We'll see. It's going to be close. He released it like at point 1. All right, sorry. You didn't know you were going to get Oh, they're saying no good. Okay, refs. Okay, well. That's okay. That's that's a shame. That would have been fun though. Um Please, Kansas, pour it on in the overtime. Anyway, again, back to baseball. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot about this um, tech baseball team. You know, going into these these next few series, and then you know, we're, they're they're on the road after this after this series, and their next home home uh, home game is gonna be. Uh, playing a uh, playing against Texas to open up the Big Twelve. You know what a way to open up Big Twelve conference play. Hey, here's the number one team in the nation in baseball. So, but it'll be fun though. It'll be fun. Um, but you know, real impressive so far. I think, and you know, this team's going to be in the conversation and they'll be in they'll be in contention. You've got some talent, and I think. You know, I think the best thing about this Merrimack um, series is that you're building some of your confidence with, with some of your younger players. And, and you know, especially those players, you know, that are around Jace Young in the, in the batting order. You know, I think the key is going to be if the, if those guys can, you know, be threats at the plate, then you're going to force pitchers to have to pitch to Jace Young. And that's when it's going to be killer with this offense. So... Um, and then you know, get get some of your pitchers some work as well is never never a bad thing. So um, anyway, so that's kind of what's going on in the sports sports world this week. Not a not a whole lot with uh, any of the other uh, sports, football or anything like that. I only got a, a picture now. Beard is chirping at the ref, and you know, go sit down, Country Club. Nobody wants to hear you. So yeah, Ugh. I, I I hope they lose. That would really be a nice balm um, that would make me feel better about Tech losing, is if Texas loses. Yeah, I know. That's kind of a bit petty on my part, but I am petty when it comes to sports. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then I will get to some viewer questions. And welcome back to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. Um, not a whole lot of listener questions again this week. Again, If you are wanting to ask a question, and I will answer most questions um, as evidenced by past podcasts, um, the best way to do that is to follow the official Chris Carpenter Show uh, Twitter handle, which is at The C Carp Show. And I usually tweet, I tweeted out actually this morning um, that I was going to be recording a podcast, and then you just reply to that tweet you can also DM, DM me throughout the week and I'll, I'll save those, um, for a future episode when we get there. But, um, you know, definitely send questions in. I will, like I said, I will answer most questions. So Alan is asking a shout out to Alan. He, he was in Stillwater today, um, for, for the game I feel bad that, that him and his family didn't get to see tech win, but, um, you know, they're, they're, you know, Looked like it was a fun, uh, fun court. Uh, kind of sad to see that it wasn't wasn't full. You know, I get. Oh, here we go. We're at the split screen again. I think ESPN is having a conniption fit at this point. That Coach K's last game is it's now on ESPN 2 because <laughs> the Texas and Kansas are are in an overtime. So it that would actually be funny because that's that's you know bit me as a Tech fan in the butt this year. This ESPN overrun. And, you know, even the UT Tech game in Lubbock was overrun by, like, I think Maryland and, I don't know, Michigan State, maybe? I don't remember. I knew it's not, I was frustrated. But um, so I guess we're at split screen right now. Uh, but anyway, so Alan asks, um, let me go back and pull up what he asked. It was a food, it was a restaurant related question. And it had to do with, yeah, here we are. Eskimo Joe's or Spanky's. So uh, Eskimo Joe's is, is, is a real famous uh, restaurant out of Stillwater. And, you know, it's, it's the big, it's the big place to go in Stillwater and Spanky's. If you've ever been to Spanky's, that's, you know, that's a Lubbock staple right across the street from Texas Tech. Um, They're known for their, their fried cheese. It's, I mean, it's a massive amount of fried cheese that they do. And then um, their burgers the he-man woman hater is a good one to get um, so I've never been to Eskimo Joe's I've never been to Stillwater so I, I, I have to lean Spanky's on that one although I haven't been to Spanky's in probably several years it's it's not one of those places that I, I really go to that much anymore it's it's hard to get to and their parking is not very good um, it's it's a college and it's really a college staple. Um, and, I mean, it, it does good business because they're right across the street from Tech, but it's hard to get to. And yeah, I mean, uh, I, Spanky's is not going to want me to advertise for them. It's it it really is a good restaurant, but um, haven't been there in a while. There's there's some other probably places if you're looking for a burger, I would recommend in Lubbock over Spanky's. But I guess I would have to lean Spanky's because. The other uh, Eskimo Joes I've never been to. So, And Beth out of cornutus uh, the thriving metropolis of cornutus is asking a question about what is my bucket list as far as uh, t- Big 12 uh, games to go see on the road. So really good question, Beth. And, and I'm going to lump together um, UT and OU with this, even though they're uh skedaddling out uh, not soon enough as far as I'm concerned. They're skedaddling out of the Big 12. Um I've actually been to a game, uh UT football game at the uh, DKR. Um it was on Thanksgiving night uh 2013. It was Cliff Kingsbury's first year and Baker Mayfield was the starter uh which was yeah that's hard to believe now looking back um and Pretty decent atmosphere, honestly, and they their fans were actually polite to me that night. Um, I also have been to Kyle Field um, at Texas A and M when A and M was still in the Big Twelve. Uh, Tech went down there and played. This was in the the, the magical two thousand eight season. Harold and Crabtree and their fans were not as hospitable to to Tech fans, and Tech actually won there. That was great. So. Um, those were those were two big ones I wanted to you know cross kind of cross off my bucket list. Um, as far as other ones, you know I I, I would love to go to uh, the Gallagher-Iba Arena at Oklahoma State. I'd love to go to any really any game at Stillwater. Um, you know their football stadium is is uh, I think really cool looking. They've just built a brand new baseball stadium that supposedly rivals even uh, minor league baseball teams. And and Oklahoma State is usually very strong in baseball and. It, that's always – I think that's going to be a really fun rivalry. It's been a fun rivalry, um, but I think it's going to even be a more fun rivalry with OU and UT leave uh, with Oklahoma State. So I'd say probably my number one would be some sort of game in Stillwater football, uh, basketball, or baseball. My number two probably would be – and this will this will be maybe a surprise to some, but I would probably say Provo, Utah, um, the – I'm really looking forward to BYU coming into the conference. I think there there's a lot of potential for that to be a, a fun rivalry with Tech. And, you know, I've been to Provo before. I've been to Utah a few times. It's a really nice state. Um, and Provo is a really nice town. And if if you've ever seen a picture of their baseball field, their baseball field basically the home plate faces uh, mountains in the distance. It's kind of a cool scenery um, you know, BYU basketball has always been a pretty strong basketball product. Uh, but, I, yeah, I would say number two is Provo. And then number three, I still would love to go to some sort of um, – probably it would be football more than – I've heard basketball there. Basketball arena is kind of depressing. Uh, Norman, uh, go see OU. I have been on the campus of OU. A few years ago, I got to go on there, and then I got—I had my tech stuff on, and I did the guns up, you know, that'll show them. Um, but I was I still wouldn't mind to go go going to see a game in Norman. You know, the problem like with football is if you're a tech fan, especially lately, <laughs> um, games really any game against Oklahoma, but especially Norman, it's just been oh they get spanked. Um, You know, so maybe maybe basketball, even though it's probably a depressing atmosphere, baseball, but that would probably be my number three. Um, and then my number four, probably Baylor's new, new football stadium would be number four. I'm really glad that that's back to being a home-and-home home series. I think the first couple of years, it was fun to have it at Jerry World. And then one year, they even had it at the Cotton Bowl. Um, But I think it's I think it's better, especially because Baylor, when they started that, um, you know, going neutral, you know, Baylor was not very good. You know, that was kind of right at the beginning of the RG three years. And, you know, I think now Baylor has become a strong football football program. Uh, certainly I think tech is going to become a stronger football program under Joey McGuire. I, I think it's really good that that's back to being home and home. Uh, and, and really the first two games that tech has played at Baylor stadium have been thrillers. I mean, the first one they should have won. The officials blew that fumble call. And then this one, this year, it came down to a field goal at the end that tech missed, but, uh, you know, I, I definitely I'd say probably my uh, number four would be uh, Baylor at Baylor's new stadium, and, and again the name escapes me, but uh, I've actually been to their old stadium, Floyd Casey. Um, you know that that used to be where the state marching contest was and banned. So um, I've got to march there twice actually. So so that would be my number four, and then my number five. Mm, this is a good one. I'd probably say the the fog at Kansas. Um, I just. I think getting to experience a Kansas and and it would be okay even if it's not a tech game, uh, but just getting to experience a game at the Fog Allen Fieldhouse would be, I think, really really fun. Um, fun to be a part of, you know. There's really not, you know, and looking at the other the other ones that I haven't mentioned. Um, you know, certainly I think it would be fun to go to Manhattan. Or, you know, Morgantown for a game. Morgantown's just really despite what everyone says, you know, about oh Lubbock's hard to get to. Morgantown literally is hard to get to. You gotta fly into Pittsburgh and then drive into Morgantown. Um, but you know, that might be that would be kind of fun to go 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 to a game there, you know, football or basketball. Um, you know, Cincinnati, I think it might be fun to to go to a game there at some point um you know who am i missing tcu that to me would probably be like the 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 bottom bottom of the list just because you know even last and i know they beat i know they beat tech last saturday but i'm still going to talk smack um you know tcu they, they just don't have much of a stadium atmosphere um you know it's usually overrun by Tech fans, or which is fine, but you know, I can I don't have to go fight traffic in Fort Worth to go watch tech play, um, where which I would have to have to in, in TCU, so I would probably put them near the bottom. Um, you know, central Florida, I don't really have a Orlando going to Orlando, eh, maybe I'm, I guess that'd be fun, but you know, going to a UCF game, if I'm in Orlando. I don't think that would probably even make like top 3 on Oh, I have to go to a UCF game if I'm in Orlando for, for obvious reasons. You got Disney World and Universal there, and I think they still have a SeaWorld there, although SeaWorld not as good as it used to be because they they bowed to political pressure and got rid of Shamu. Um, so and Houston, I really that would probably be the other bottom on the list next to Fort Worth. Um I don't really even like to go to Houston anyway, um, much less go to a Houston sports game. I've heard I've heard Houston, like the University of Houston, is not in the best part of town. So ooh, I don't know if I would want to do that, um, you know. So I, Ames, Iowa would be fun. Maybe I would go to an Iowa State baseball game. <laughs> no, but yeah, to, in all seriousness, yeah, um, Ames, Iowa would be a fun one. Um, you know, but I don't know if I'd want to be out there like in the middle of November <laughs> when it gets nice and cold in, in Iowa. But my definitely my top five would probably be number one, uh, some something in Stillwater, you know, number number two uh, would be Provo, number three, Norman, number four would be Waco, and then probably number five, The Fog, um, it, get Kansas. So um, good questions this week. Again, if you are wanting to Um, Ask me any listener questions. Best thing you can do is follow me with the official Twitter of the Chris Carpenter show, which is at the C carp show. And you can reply to the tweet I put out or you can even send me DMs and I will uh, send in questions. Looks like, by the way, Kansas is going to uh, pull away here in overtime. Um, I'm good with that, you know. That, that doesn't make it all better, that Tech loss, but it's good that Texas loses. That's never a bad thing. So um, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we're going to come back for the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. And welcome back to this edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, it's now time for the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. And my tip of the week has to do with the changing of seasons because we are now into the season of March, the month of March. And I really, this is probably my favorite transition of the year uh, because, you know, January and February tend to be, you know, cold and not, not always the best weather. Um, although, you know, I, I I really can't complain about the weather this year in January, February, but I always love the transition of March because it's, you know, the warm weather is kind of starting to, peek around, you know, you can break out the shorts. Um, and it's, I always, I always enjoy it. So my my tip of the week this week is to go out and enjoy the outside. You know, vitamin D is good for you. Okay. Um, and just go enjoy as, as we're, we're getting into a time where it's warmer outside where next weekend we're going to spring forward, which, yeah, we lose a, we lose an extra hour of sleep, but we're 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 done with you know the sun going down you know so early in the day. We're gonna have some longer days coming up. Take advantage of that, and you know take advantage of that time to to really uh, you know go outside and enjoy it. And you know March March is just I love March. It's just a, such a fun month. Part of it's because I I'm, I like college basketball. It's always been my you know probably my favorite sport you know dating back to when i you know grew up going to the utep games watching coach haskins do his magic um but um you know have, have enjoy march and you know i'm really looking forward to spring break it can't it, it can't come soon enough <laughs> um it's it'll be good to have a break um which is coming up and i'll end with a little bit of a programming note Um, Next weekend is the beginning of my spring break, and I'm going to be um, out of town for a few days, and so there will not be a Chris Carpenter Show podcast next Saturday, Um, but I do plan on recording one. It will probably be um, at the earliest Tuesday. At the latest, uh, it'll be Wednesday. It's just going to depend on my schedule. And I'll tell you all about, you know, my trip when I uh, next week and what I get to experience. I, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a really fun trip. Um, but, you know, I, my, my plan is to record next. It'll be either Tuesday, the 15th or Wednesday, the 16th. Um, then that next weekend, most likely I will record that Saturday if not that Saturday, I'm, I I'm, will probably record that Sunday. So we'll be back a little bit back on schedule for the weekend podcasts um, after next week. But you know, if you get a spring break, enjoy it. And, and I said this in an earlier podcast: I never apologize for having a spring break. Um, it's much needed in the in the education world um, for sure. But you know, have have enjoy it if you get a spring break. Um, if not. Try to find some time to go outside and 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 enjoy the the new uh, the newly warming weather. So anyway, hope everybody has a great week, and hopefully, when I come back to you recording next Wednesday, we're we're hyped up for Tech and well, we're gonna be hyped up for Tech in the NCAA tournament. But you know, Tech has hopefully you know, righted some things and are ready to go. So anyway, I will see y'all next time on. The Chris Carpenter Show.